Welcome back, everyone, to the Pursued Interest Podcast. I am your host, Zach Goldsmith. I forgot to do this for like two episodes, so producer Matt like took me out into the green room before uh, we started here today, and he didn't bludgeon me physically, but verbally, to tell me if I didn't say, you can find me on Twitter, at Nexus Cowboy, or send any of your uh, thoughts, questions, ideas, death threats, I guess. Those are pretty pervasive at this point, to at pursuedquestions at gmail.com. Did I get that right there, Producer Matt? As always, Producer Matt in the studio, he's got a very, very nice blue uh, pullover on, but then underneath, he's just letting a little bit of an orange uh, polo stick out, and it's he, very, he looks like he may actually own the Denver Broncos. Now, he doesn't know what that reference means, but uh, most of the listeners probably do. Do you know that reference? Do you know the Denver? He does know the Denver. It's from The Simpsons, isn't it? Because Homer ends them. Okay, that's why he knows. All right. Great. Uh, so, very excited to have uh, producer Matt in here. As always, thank you so much for the great work you do. Heard many, many good things about uh, about your production work. Big names call him producer Matt. Ask a lot of people trying to get him on his show. I have him, though, locked into an ironclad contract. <laughs> he is not going anywhere. So, I got that going for me. Also joining me today for the first time ever, another member of the giant X family clan, is I have Sadie X joining me. Hello, Sadie. Hello. Welcome into the program. I'm happy to be here. So Sadie is uh, a very special guest for me, as Sadie took my position in the lab. Technically, our colleague took my position and she took his position, but they're interchanged. Like those positions are interchangeable. Like they, it's a team. So she took my position in the lab as I uh, moved up to more boring administrative duties for the lab. So uh, she is the queen, once and forever queen of the lab. I like to think that I'm moving up quickly through the ranks. Well, I mean, you're doing great. So <laughs> uh, you do you do a great job uh, helping educate the children of tomorrow. Thank you. With creativity, because they're bad at it. They are. They are. <laughs> but we do our best to bring it out. So uh, go ahead and why don't you tell the listeners a little about yourself and then maybe you can ease in. See that transition right there? You could ease into talking about your three movies that they need to know <laughs> to know you. All right. So I am a teacher with Mr. Uh, Goldsmith with Zach. And uh, this is my first year at the school that we teach at. Uh, I do have several years experience before that, but uh, I stayed home with my girls for two years, uh, stay at home mom for a while. I like to do things with them. Um, as for my three movies, this was this question is harder than you think it is because you have to narrow. Harder than I, I made eight. I know, but I think I almost think eight would be easier because narrowing no. is... Oh. My list started at 30. Okay. <laughs> I had to cut her down. Okay. Every so, aspect of my... I, we should just do a whole episode, all 30, <laughs> detailed. It'll be a 30-part series. One episode, one movie. <laughs> one movie per episode. 45 minutes. Why? If you've seen this movie, you know a specific aspect of me. That sounds perfect. I would I, definitely listen. That seems like that will immediately become the least listened to episode. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Um, my three movies. So the first one that I picked, I know you, you hate this. So I'm narrowing it down. I'm not doing the franchise, even though I, I want to. Does. Everybody else does. I'm going to go with Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's oh, Stone. Listen, because oh, I am a proud nerd and I love it. It is the best thing ever. I grew up on the books. I've watched all the movies. If I don't make it to 
Orlando to see it at Universal Studios before I die, it will be a tragedy because well, now why would I be upset? I you know I you know, I know. my strong I know. beliefs. People like what they like. But you said no franchises, narrow it down. So I did the Sorcerer's Stone because that's like the beginning and I just feel like that's where like all the magic begins and that But in reality it's the whole franchise. It is the now whole who's franchise. your favorite character in there? Uh well I I And feel why is it Snape? It's not. <laughs> it's not. Uh, former guest on this program, Brooklyn, took me to task recently oh. for liking Snape. Uh, and she said that was because the movies are very disingenuous and yeah. they make him very likable, even though he is yeah. not. Right. And I then I then made her more angry by saying I've never read the books yeah. or seen mm. the movies. Yeah, you should probably stop talking. I feel like Brooklyn and I could be really good friends, actually. She's she's very likable. Um, So that's my first one. I... So, favorite character. Hermione is who I obviously am going to relate to the most just because she's witty. And not that I'm witty, but I am a bookworm and I like to read and so does she. So, I kind of gravitate towards her a little bit more, I guess. She's not quite so adventurous, but her friends bring that out in her and I feel like that kind of happens to me. Sure. Uh, My favorite uh, Hermione story involves Liz. Mm-hmm. Uh, because when Liz has loved Harry Potter since she was very little, right, and she would always call her Whore Miney, oh. and I would laugh and laugh. That's very right. immature of me. No, but it's perfect. I, I laughed it. a lot <laughs> every time she would say, and like that's just how she hurt. And oh my gosh, I would laugh so hard. Uh, my favorite, actual favorite character, I do actually like the little tidbits I know. Um, would probably be Snape just because it enrages uh, my daughter when I say he's the hero, the true hero of Hogwarts. Mm-hmm. But I always liked uh, what's the big guy's name? He like Hagrid. Yes, that's mm-hmm. that's probably my dude. Yeah, I like him too. Actually, I don't know that there's very many. Like, there's all these memes that go around Facebook. That's like we love to hate the villains, but you know the only true villain of the entire Harry Potter series. No, I hate Dobby. No, it's Umbridge. Everybody hates Umbridge. When I when that little <laughs> guy gets them knives thrown in him, I was like, yes! They took it. If he had stayed working in the house where he belonged, he would have been safe. With the Malfoys, who were terrible, terrible people. Was he alive? Yes. Instead, he... And miserable. You would like him to be alive and miserable. Would you rather be alive and miserable or Happy dead and, and cool? dead. Happy and dead. Whoa. Things are getting tough early in this episode. Uh, the second movie that I picked was Sweet Home Alabama. And the reason I picked that is because, like, it's one of those shows that when we had cable, I, like, if it was on, I was watching it. And I relate to that one because... Because you're Southern, not Southern? You may not know this, but I am a small town country girl. <laughs> and so I very much love that movie. Um and just like there's so many aspects of that movie, like the the whole bloodhound thing. Like I had a bloodhound. I love bloodhounds. Like I relate to that. The cemetery scene almost does me in every time. Now, who's the male lead in that again? Don't ask me people's names. Oh, I'm see, not your not, wife. Okay. I, I came she... here. Thought you were prepared. <laughs> Matt, speaking of shirts, Matt and I were talking. We're going to start a shirt business because I've got so many great lines. I think going shirt. <laughs> We need to, a second shirt can be, oh. they're definitely a Southerner who's not Southern. <laughs> that would be another shirt that I think could move some merch. Why do you, okay, never mind. No, let's hear it. Let's, I was going to, why do you have to be from the South to be 
country. Like I, no one said you had to be. So from the south you're to be just country. saying that I'm a southerner. Is not from this. I, okay, you have southern <laughs> tendencies, but you're not from the south at all. You should that be glad. Awful stereotypical of you. No, it doesn't. <laughs> it sounds like a casual observation. Okay, by an astute observer. It is also um, the first or second movie I can't remember that I ever watched with my husband. So. Was he your husband at the time? He was not. So that's not the second movie you saw with your husband. I think, okay, first or second movie that I saw with my then boyfriend, Mm. (laughs) now husband. And it's funny because I was really struggling to come up with this list and the whole narrowing thing. And I texted him and said, quick, if you can think of any movie that you think people would need to watch to know who I am, what would you say? And he's in Sweet Home Alabama. Patrick Dempsey's the main guy in this? No, he's the guy that she's like going oh, she's to the one, marry. She's the one he leaves high and dry. That's right. She leaves him high and dry. He does nothing but be nice, and she treats him like trash. I mean, come What on. a film. Why? Her true love was always oh my. her young and oh, it's, not been, the guy it's been a while since I've not seen the guy her. what his name is. Does everything for breaks his back to make sure she's happy. And then when she says, Yeah, I'm leaving you, he just says, I hope you're happy. Yeah, because he's a great what guy. What a great guy. And she left him for guy not, that can't even drive a truck. I'm not sitting here saying that I I'm not a fan of Patrick Dempsey. Like, come on. Oh my goodness. But... <laughs> what is happening on this program? And then I don't I must have a thing for Reese Witherspoon because then, because oh, my no. husband could not give me a third movie to come up with, I texted my sister and oh, said, no. what movie should Don't people watch? And she said, Legally Blonde. No. So, <laughs> I guess that that well, would be... Well, thanks for coming in. We're out of time. This has been another episode of Pursued Interest. <laughs> and... I, while I don't disagree with her because I do have tendencies to be a little dingy up front, but I, I am a smart person. You just who talked has... about stereotypes and said people that are blonde are dingy. I have no, never once I never said that. said that blonde people are dingy. I said that she is in the movie. Like, you cannot deny that. Producer Matt, did she just make an inference <laughs> that people with blonde hair who are fine, upstanding people... <laughs> Are a little bit. Your she, ratings are quickly did. dropping. No, they're here. not because they know I come when people come on this program and say nonsense. They get called out. <laughs> yes. So, um, she also said that as a backup plan. I know I can't have a fourth one. Well, let's hear it. She said any Disney movie because I've ruined them all for her because I sing every single Disney song. How could you? She should be telling you what can you say, but uh, you're welcome. I know. That's right. Now, where are you this? Uh, where are you at on all the uh, live action remakes of the animated movies? I love them. Oh like my I gosh. know, I know. This show's over. Listen, <laughs> this I is know. the worst episode. Of the reason that ever. I love them is because I feel like it's an adult version of the movies that I loved when I was a kid. I don't like that. Probably doesn't make sense. But to also, me, animation's not for adults. Well, it is, but I just feel like the the live action is a little bit more. <laughs> I'm getting yelled at. Um, <laughs> You're not getting yelled at. She tried to whisper it like the microphone wouldn't pick it up. I hope you amplify that by 300 I'm getting yelled at. Um, I talk with my hands. I can't help it. Well, you can talk with your hands. Just don't put them in your mouth. I'm over here chewing on my fingers. This is my favorite episode ever. Brooklyn, I'm sorry. Your episode has been knocked down to number two. Amanda, I'm sorry. Your episode, which holds number one just by default, is now number, number three. In reality, your ratings are dropping. (laughs) I'm sorry. Anyways, 
No, so, so why yeah. do you so you you like the animated ones being made as um a live action movie because you feel like that gives it something different that for you to experience. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I just think that it yeah, it's I'm seeing it again and sometimes in a whole new light and I like that. About now what about like Moana which isn't that old and is getting ready to get one? Where are you at on that? Cuz you wouldn't have been a kid when Moana came out. I still think I'll like it. Okay. I still think I'll All like right. it. Right. Producer Matt, have you even seen a Disney movie? I have you seen a Disney movie since you are what the United States would legally classify as an adult? Okay. I was just curious. Yeah. I I don't know. Producer Matt watches a lot of reality TV for those that don't know. Like that is his main form of entertainment. All right. So that's your three movies. So we got Sweet Home Alabama, mm-hmm. Legally Bond, mm-hmm. and Harry the Harry Potter series with a fourth uh, stay over being all Disney movies. So you are now... Easily. You talked about you didn't, You it was hard to cut down. You have over 200 movies on your list. I know. They have had to have seen the entire Disney catalog, plus the remakes, plus seven, eight Harry Potter movies. How many are there? Uh, how many books are there? Because there's one more movie than there is. Eight. I think there's eight. Now, wait a minute. So they're getting ready to do the Harry Potter show. Oh, my god! Are you in for that? Yes. I'm all in. Because I've seen it, like, described, like, the series is to like show all those things that were cut out of the movies that were in the books that were like extra things that we fell in love with in the books, and so to see that done, I just I'm real excited about now, it. Do you if want they to, mess it up, I'm gonna be real mad. Do you want them to stay with all British cast or just get the best you can? Um, I don't know that I have an opinion on that because there's like, definitely the things I've seen in the movies. Sometimes I'm like that person doesn't seem like a Best actor. Now, obviously, they're all better than me. Let me make that very clear. <laughs> right. But some of them, like, man, or I guess, I guess I'm just, dis- I'm just disgruntled. I really like the guy that plays Hagrid, but Robin Williams really wanted that part, and I think mm. he would have been awesome. He would have. But they said no because you're a dirty American. Talk about a talented guy. That that guy right there. He could do it all. Yeah, I really enjoyed him. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get out of this segment. Okay. Uh, you got your comic book question for me. You're supposed to pregame I mean, me with this. Oh, you I'm didn't. sorry. It does say that I will get that to you. Sorry. Um, <laughs> well, I actually kind of have like two. All right. Great. Um, oh, so wait. Let me give a little background. So Mahon and I have lunch together every day because um, we we have a nice connection over the makerspace and she asks questions and we both like to laugh and my office is not attached to the lab. So it's actually quiet, unlike the lab, which has 900 children in it at any given moment. 900,000 to be correct. It's a lot. It's actually the entire... <laughs> State, county, city. We can't say where we live. Country so just, that we live in. Yes, Maybe we're not we even go. in the United States. Maybe I've been fooling everyone. We're actually in yes. Latveria. I wish so. I could do an accent right now because I would. There's no accents in Latveria. <laughs> okay. Um, so uh, one of the things we talk about is uh, Sadie has always wanted to, had an interest in comics and superhero mm-hmm. stuff, but has never done them. So sometimes she asks questions or mm-hmm. um, I'm talking about them or I'm making notebooks because I, when she comes in, I usually take a little downtown myself. So mm-hmm. uh, what do you got here? So I just basically, where does one begin? Like, I love superheroes. I love reading. So it makes sense that I would love comic books, but I've just never really given them a chance. So, like, where where would somebody like me begin? And it's kind of a two-part question, but, like, what would you recommend for me? So for me, if someone, you, this is, per, there's not someone, it's you, um, I would say go to your Library, assuming you have a local library, most of them at this point carry a lot of 
trade paperbacks, which mm-hmm. uh, is again mm-hmm. where they take the whole a whole story and put it in one bound book instead of individual comic book issues. And I would just pick a character and uh, go in, and if it's a character you like, uh, look through the books they have available and, and choose one. Um, the other option is because the internet exists. I mean, you could go look at popular or great stories for that character and almost every character has a list because i mean some stories are bad like if you go to our library and go look at spider-man they're going to have every trade of the last writer uh, with several of them checked out from time to time and then they're going to have the three from the current writer and the three from the current writer if you read any of them you will probably never read comic books again so don't start there Got so it. they're because so, they're so bad but if you go in and want to pick up Superman, like, you know, they're going to have a Superman. Or if you want to pick up She-Hulk or if you want to pick up um, Elektra or the Fantastic Four, like, there's a lot of uh, material. The other thing is if you were going to buy something, you know, they have these things called uh, omnibuses or epic collections. Mm-hmm. And usually those are uh, kind of stories that have been popular over a long time. And, of course, the other option is to find someone uh, that knows about comics or superhero stories and then ask them. So I would start with, you know, like, what's a character you like? Is there, are you asking me that? I am asking you that. Like yes. Wonder Woman or? Uh, so, yeah, yeah. Wonder Woman. Like, so Wonder Woman, you're going to go and, like, Greg Rucka, Wonder Woman's really popular. George Perez, Wonder Woman's really popular. So you go find the trades from them. And and then you just can jump around um, because, uh, you know, comic books, especially, like, characters like Wonder Woman or Spider-Man or Batman, like, they've been around a long time. So there's there's going to be duds in there. And then... Somewhere is the worst story, and if it's recent, like Spider-Man's is right now, like that stuff's going to be available even if it's bad because they'll still make some money. Um, so that that that's what's really nice. Like when I when I started reading comics, trade paperbacks were only really for like you had to be the cream of the crop. Like uh, there were some X-Men stories that had one, like the Spider-Man wedding story had one, and they would usually get bound in a book and like called. Like, the Spider-Man one is called Parallel Lives, and it's, like, its own little book. And then mm-hmm. the Dark Phoenix Saga is a famous X-Men one, and they, like, it just wasn't very, it was pretty rare. So you had to go, like, find comic books, and um, in the old days, that was never a consideration, so they somewhat tried to make every book as somebody's first issue. And that doesn't really, they don't apply that anymore. I mean, you know who Spider-Man is, so, actually, Spider-Man's a terrible example, because they don't understand simple things like Superman. You know who Superman is. You know Superman's married to Lois Lane. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you've seen most, you know, and that might be all you you know, and he's really strong and he, you know, fights bad guys. And if you pick up a copy of Superman, like he's married to Lois Lane, it's real easy to like, okay, he's fighting this bad guy. Oh, he has a son. And if you've seen the most recent, a lot of the recent Superman media, like they always make sure to include that because it's not going away. But if you didn't know that, you'd be like, oh, he has a son and you, I mean, you have a brain, so you know what I mean? Like you'd figure right. it out. Spider-Man is a weird example because the people that kind of control the editors of Spider-Man are don't understand that very simple concept of like oh our all of our media has Peter Parker with married with Mary Jane or mm-hmm. they're together or quickly together and then married at the end or during it at some point and so when you read Spider-Man it's just random like here's some random person and he's not actually cool, or he's just like a big sad sack. So um, he's a little different. But with most other characters, like 
it, you know what Batman's about. Like, if you pick up a Batman book, you're getting a guy that fights crime. His parents got killed. He is supposed to be this big loner, but he has this huge family of other characters that he cares a lot about, even mm-hmm. if he's terrible at showing it. And then mm-hmm. he fights crazy guys. Yeah, I struggle with Batman. Um, so, like, I guess what I, like, is there, so it, I can just pick up random issues and it would be totally fine. Like, I don't need to start at a certain number or not, anything. Not like... with trades because they're going, I mean, if you if you would go and, um, like, if you're picking up a Wonder Woman and it has, like, a number on it, that might mean it's the fifth story out of that writer's, like, okay. collection of stories. But that story itself is they're independent. There just oh, okay. might be tiebacks that you're not getting. Like, oh, okay. Like if he, she's talking about Steve, yeah, um, who you would know from the Wonder Woman right. movie, right? Like maybe there's something that happened in the story before, okay. but you're gonna be okay. Oh, okay. And then some of them don't have that because it's not like a current story. Because like that usually only happens with things that come out. So like when the next. Spider-Man gets to the next X number of issues, number four, mm-hmm. by this author is going to come out. Mm-hmm. But if you go by Spider-Man, J. Michael Straczynski, it's just so his stories, you know, put together. They're not okay. necessarily numbered. Okay. Um, or if you go by Death of Superman, they actually are numbered just because that's such a long, that's like 50 comic issues to tell that whole story. Okay. So it's just really long. But um, like I said, the other way is... the. You know, you can also just go, you know, if you type in a character, uh, you know, so, you know, flash stories, great mm-hmm. flash stories. It's going to tell you like, oh, this trade, this trade, and then you could find it. And that would start. would give you some great mm-hmm. stories. Like um, I was recently turned on to flash. And so um, over there, actually here in the studio, I have a couple of flash trades I got from the library. And um, so I was able, you know, I was able to read the one and it's fine. And all of them are fine, but someone's like, oh, if you read this right before that, that has a lot of stuff that tied. And so I was able to read it fine, but that other part was helpful. Gotcha. And then once you get into it, like, um, I know something someone recently said to me was like, they they don't necessarily read a character anymore. They read like a writer they like. So like, oh, if this guy goes to Daredevil, like Mm -hmm. Daredevil right now is really good. Mm -hmm. Um, And the writer on it, Chip Zdarsky, is, is really great. And so... He also writes Batman right now, so I'm like, this made me want to go read Batman because I really like his writing. Mm-hmm. So then, if later you see, um, you know, he has a little a little bit of Spider Man, he did like, oh yeah, I'll, I'll probably read this. Like I like his stuff, but really every character has great stories. That's what they've been around for a long time. So you and some of them have a lot. I mean, Spider Man has a lot of great stories. Batman has a lot of great stories. Superman has a lot of great. Green Lantern has a lot. You know, they most of them have. Several great ones, and uh, you know, and the the ones that aren't maybe great are still very readable, or they might be your favorite. Like um, my favorite Spider-Man story is is a very popular one, but uh, but you know, for I don't know, Nightwing, who's maybe not well known, like people's favorite Nightwing story is going to be kind of all over the place. So that's that's how I would start. Now it's really. Uh, with the exception of Spider-Man itself, we are in a really a golden age for comic books again. There's so many great stories. The art is across the board very good. Mm-hmm. Access is easy to get. I mean, you can read it on a tablet. You can get trade paperbacks. You can go buy individual issues. You can sign up for Netflix-like digital collections. I mean, so there, there's a lot of really? access. Um, they just they have really bad marketing, I think. Like um, They just don't – they can't – they can't or not willing to bring in people that are willing to uh, – 
market themselves correctly. So that did that answer that? Yeah. So so. basically, just go pick up a comic and start reading. Yeah. What you're and then if like there's no starting point, just do it. Now they do like like Wonder Woman is going to have issue 800, and I think issue 801 is like a new a brand new starting point. Like oh, if you're new to this, like Spider Man, when they change writers, they pretty much start everything over, over and it's real annoying and really terrible uh, but marvel is a lot worse about that than okay. dc like they daredevil's on like issue 10 but really daredevil is on issue like 600 so uh, dc does a little better although they like batman technically is getting ready to have issue 900 but on the cover of the book it'll say like 135 or something ridiculous okay so it's very overwhelming for somebody yeah, so who's I, outside of it. Yeah, and they and like I said, they don't do a good job of like yeah explaining that or and they they don't stay consistent. Like for this current run of Spider Man, it started at number one and then went one two three four five nine hundred <laughs> and then back to seven. So it makes perfect sense. No, it makes <laughs> anything that Marvel does, Marvel Comics does with Spider Man is you probably should do the exact opposite. Gotcha. So, all right. Let's go. Uh, you wanted to talk about travel today. You are a, as someone who has the ability to travel. Oh, here we go. Uh, what does that mean? <laughs> you. You know. <laughs> Sadie is referring to producer Matt and I like to occasionally friendly joke with Sadie about the fact that she lives in a mansion. She does not. And we do not. Her, now producer Matt is a very, um, he producer Matt's the type of guy that he he's very conservative with his money. He likes to he doesn't I put my head down here to sleep. I want to buy cool technology. So his house is not gigantic. It's very classic. Mm-hmm. Your bedroom is bigger than oh producer Matt's house. It is not. It is not. No, uh Sadie has a great they did just build a house. Her and her husband worked really hard and uh, saved up and uh <laughs> Put this, put this awesome looking house. Uh, they didn't put it together, although they did work hard on he it. He did, yeah. And they they have a, a really cool house, but it it is giant. Like you're not going to say it's not giant. No, it's, it's it's large. It's massive, even for American housing. It's it's large, but it is not a mansion though. <laughs> it is not a mansion. <laughs> um, but anyway, we you like to travel, and yes. uh, my wife loves traveling, and yeah. her and I have talked about traveling a little bit. And then it just so happens that you also have a family of four, so you have some traveling with. Just a significant other, and then some traveling with a family. So, right. uh, but you have done something I have not. Uh, Amanda has has done some cruises. Okay, because she's been all. I mean, she's she's the franchise. She's mm-hmm. been everywhere mm-hmm. and done everything. She's awesome. <clears throat> but you have done some cruises. So tell me a little bit about that because my only experience with cruises are from Amanda, and Amanda makes everything positive. So. Oh. Okay. Is yours going to be very positive well, as probably, well? Probably, yeah. Okay. Well. I love it. So. <laughs> I, I love it to an extent. So I come from a very, like, I don't want to say a similar background because I think we have very different stories, but I never, like, we never went on vacation um, as a family. I remember going to Ogilvy once when I was a kid with my parents to see the Christmas lights. But other than that, it was kind of. We I just, assume you flew into a place like that. Where would such a place even exist? Um, I didn't say what state. Do people know that? I don't know. I'm sure they could look it up. Ogilvy, North Dakota, I assume. 
<laughs> Anyways, that was like that was an out of state experience for me. Like as a child, we went there. But um, so when I met my husband, he was a big time traveler and he is a cruiser. And so that he's kind of what got me started on cruises. Ooh, a cru- you hear that? A cruiser. Is cruiser, that, is that, the, is that official? Or did you I coin mean, that? I mean, I'm going to take credit for that one. Yeah. Oh, man. We should be casters, <laughs> I Matt. I don't know if that's what people call it or not. So my husband, Matt, is in the military. Well, was in the military when we first not met. Not producer, Matt. Not producer, Matt, no. Um, and he, so he got it to where we were going to go on a Mediterranean cruise together. So he was already stationed overseas. I believe he was in Amsterdam at that time. And so I met him, I flew into Rome and met him there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So this was my second time ever flying and I did it by myself. I flew out of our state into Canada and then across the Atlantic into Rome and it was the most overwhelming thing. I can't I still to this day cannot believe I did it. But um I met him there. We went on a Mediterranean cruise. It was twelve nights. It was wonderful. Twelve nights. Twelve nights. It was fantastic. Producer Matt, have you even <laughs> had twelve days of vacation? <laughs> oh my goodness. And um I really enjoyed it. I I thought that it would be scary and I would be really like um sick the whole time cuz I do get motion sick so I was a little bit nervous about that. And every cruise that we've went on, I think we've been on maybe 4 or 5 together. Um every cruise that we have went on since, I do get sick one day. Like I have to basically overdose. You got to have a rest day. Overdose on Dramamine and take a nap. But other than that, like, oh my <laughs> um, the rest of the time was pretty, pretty good. But that cruise, we also like, we had some rough seas because like, we were going through like a tropical storm or something. You ever been um, in the Bermuda Triangle? We, so we had a Ooh, cruise. We're getting a Bermuda Triangle story. We had a cruise scheduled for the Bermuda Triangle and it, um, it got canceled. But we are, we're going this summer on a cruise. Um, and I think it does go. I think we are going to Bermuda. Well, we got to make some code, sort of code word so she's been replaced. We know. <laughs> okay. We'll figure that out at work. Okay. Of yeah. I like that. Keep me safe. <laughs> You're going to come looking for me if I did get replaced, 100%, right? 100%. <laughs> I will suit up and be down there. It's Perfect. my dream. I've spent my whole life trying to be a hero. Now I get to go out and just fight <laughs> aliens or something. I'm in. I'm excited about our cruise this summer, though, because this will be the first one that we've taken the girls on. Okay, I was going to ask. I'm, yeah. So you've taken four cruises, no children. Uh, I want to say four, yeah. I'd have to, like, sit here and think about it for a second, but yeah. Um, yeah. We've taken quite a few. That's awesome. Um, we... So what what changed in your preparation for this trip as opposed to one with without them? Well, we, of course, had to get their passports and get that all straightened out. But other than that, I mean... Um, I'm sure, like, packing is going to feel a little bit different. I'm going to be a little overwhelmed with that because they are young. Um, they're three and five, so they need things that are a little bit more than just clothes and things like that. So we'll have to think about that. But Any nervousness about your three-year-old? Like, you're going to put, like, one of those monkey backpacks on them or, the, like, the alligator? Um, No, I mean... I'll probably take one just just in case, just to be safe. But I'm not I'm not super nervous about her. She's pretty she's pretty stuck to my leg, so gotcha. I don't worry too too much about that. But yeah, I mean I mean I'm excited for them to experience it because they love like um, we watch Scooby Doo and the Pirates all the time. And that's on a cruise ship, like so I think 
they'll associate with, associate it with things that they've seen. Right. And be excited about it. Now, so cruises are, are big. Have you done other traveling or has it just been? Yeah. So um, Matt is like, he if he had his way, that's all we would do is cruise. But I would very much like to see like all 50 states eventually. And so we've done a little bit with that. I'm even cool with like just little weekend trips. Like, sure. Just close by things. Um, I'd like to explore even our state more um, than we do. And so, our state of um, Kentucky. Kentucky, fine <laughs> just state. Kidding. Fine. <laughs> just kidding. You've eliminated I mean, another yes. state. Oh, no. I mean, it's not going to be my friend now. <laughs> Kentucky is a, I spent seven years in Kentucky. Yeah. Um, that's an, it's an interesting place. Yeah. The meth lab that was above my apartment exploded. That right. was fun. Yeah. And I once saw um, a, a, I don't know, a police raid, a helicopter Sweet. swarmed over the house. I saw guys running up the side of it and they all dove in the window and then I had to drive so I didn't get to see any more, but Did it was they intense. Like, they like repel out of the helicopter? Like, I, no, they just oh. had the light ready. The guys were already gotcha. swarming around. The, I don't know what it was about, but Kentucky was a, a different place. Yeah. Uh, most people were nice enough. Yeah. I think it'd be a cool After question. seven years and no job, I said, eh, it's probably time to go. <laughs> I get that. Um, but so we've, I mean, we've taken the girls on, I think we've went on maybe two vacations out of state with them so far. But um, Matt and I, again, cruising is really what he likes to do. So he kind of steamrolls that a little bit. But I, I'm starting to get my way more and more. <laughs> About us going other places. So is there some reason he likes cruises so much? Was it like from a kid or just he I, just likes yeah, the idea? They went, on, they went on cruises when he was a kid. And he's very, I don't know how to describe it. So we typically cruise with Royal Caribbean. And they have this thing that's called like the Crown and Anchor Society. And so. The, that's a cool name. Yeah. The more that you cruise with them, like the more points and status you get. Mm. And I think he really likes that. It's a loyalty program. Yes. Oh, yes. smart. So. What a gimmick. He he likes that we're so young, but so high in, in the um, status, I guess. Like, oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> he's a marketer's dream. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so we will like we'll go to like the little get togethers that they have for like the certain levels and we'll be like the youngest people in the room and I absolutely hate it and he thinks this is the coolest thing ever. Why not go up there and start schmoozing? I mean we do, but at the same time I'm just you know how I am. Bethel, how you doing? I am gal? not quite that social and so you finished going gray there. <laughs> That's all right. Right. So, but yeah. At least you didn't start out as white at 20 years old like Felicia Hardy. <laughs> right. You see that shot I took at the black cat? That's right. We'll work that in there any chance you get, right? Cool. Let me, listen. Let who's Who is a, I'm trying to think of a female celebrity who is typically considered to have a very attractive body. Uh, what's that one lady's name that I despise? Angelina Jolie. Mm. Can't stand her. Mm -hmm. But let's take Angelina Jolie and then put the old lady from Titanic's head on her body. Ooh. That is the black cat. Oh. I would not be excited about that. And she's a criminal. Right. I'll never forget that. Criminal right. element. Yeah. Not a good person. Right, I had to work that in. I've been trying to work that in the most episodes. I, want, I don't want anyone to be confused. And it was mine that you did it? 
I've been doing it most episodes. Oh, I see what you're saying. I've been hammering saying. down. I see what you're saying. People need to know Felicia Hardy's a criminal and I should not be you were trying in it. at best friends with Spider-Man <laughs> and Mary Jane. Right. Because they are good, upstanding people. Well, because she tries to be good. Mm-hmm. I understand it's hard sometimes. Mm-hmm. It's not hard to not steal, but she tries to be good and they're trying to help. That's what good friends do. Right. All right. So you hobnob with all the old the old folks mm-hmm, who have been who have spent decades building mm-hmm. up status that you've acquired in two years. More than two years, but yes. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, do what? Like you said, like you get. I mean, I'm sure these aren't like. You just get like a better room. You get like a room bump, or yeah, do you, you get, get like maybe you get a special thing at the meal, or like, yeah, or like preferential um, departures and okay. and things like that. Now I hear on cruises they have like sweet rave clubs. Is this true? Can I go down and go we, to the rave party? So Matt and I have never done that because that's not our thing. But yes, I have heard that. Like I've heard that. My favorite the clubs rave story mm-hmm. is. <laughs> Why are you both looking at me because like this? Because we get is real nervous insane. when you say stuff like that. What do you mean? There's nothing. There's nothing sinister about this story. When I was, uh, as uh, most, I, I think most listeners of this program know. If they don't, they probably piece it together. I have lifelong uh, depression, mm-hmm. and so when I was young and in Kentucky, mm-hmm. uh, much younger than I am now. Uh, they there was a place you could go and listen to music, and their big gimmick was they had wireless headphones. Like they were, this was when wireless headphones would be thousands of dollars, mm. and so you would go in, and it was set up just like I. This is the only rave I've been to, uh, club I suppose is more accurate, and you put on the wireless headphones, and everyone danced and did all the things you would assume, except. You know, you, just you, you could adjust the music volume to what you wanted or what you needed, and there wasn't, um, you know, so lots of people had it down low, so they could still hear it, but they could hear each other talking. Mm-hmm. And I, who am someone who um, struggles with uh, pushing people away or feeling alone, even when I'm surrounded by, like, people even that I like, I would go there to relax, basically, and I'd put the headphones on, I could turn them up all the way up, which was terrible for my tinnitus but i did it anyway dumb young person and i would just like go against and sit on the wall and i could just sit and like all those people there and i'd feel like a connection to them without having to like without i don't know it was it was just right. a thing and i i get that and i think about that and there's actually a show that i really really liked um it was actually lethal weapon which got ruined by stupidity but there's an episode where they go into a, a club like that, which is very common now from what I mm-hmm. understand. And Riggs, uh, who um, has very similar uh, disposition in that show as I do, that, that show, the episode ends with him doing, and um, Amanda and I were watching it, and I remember being like, I don't, I don't think I cried, which is no big deal. I mean, people should cry. Doesn't, if you want to cry, cry. It's, it's a human emotion. But like I, I remember it really kind of threw me back and like bothered me a little bit mm-hmm. so i need i like wireless i like wireless headphones at my raves mm-hmm. i did not take any i was not offered any drugs at any of the time i probably went there 20 times so like you could go to this rave and like not wear the headphones and it would be like totally silent and people would be like yes. dancing yes if that you, would almost it wouldn't be, be totally silent because some people kept them down low enough okay. that 
they would be like talking, but it was, I mean, it was a huge, it was probably as big as like our, um, both of our, it's probably like the size of the lab. Okay. So, so good size. I mean, so you would hear some, and I mean, like the, the DJ would be talking and, gotcha. um, sometimes the people or, um, but yeah, it, it was, it was eerily quiet if you didn't, That's didn't so have strange. <laughs> or like if you're, you're, because this was early, like, so they would die. Like you would have to go like sub them out so they could recharge gotcha. what they had, but. Um, it was it was really cool, and I, I, I of course all the like glowing lights and stuff. I thought that was excellent. Yeah, that's awesome. So, what is your favorite thing to do on the cruise ship? Um, I feel like because you you just said you're not you're not going to the clubs, which is all I would do. No, like clubs I, and seafood buffets. I like to no, I don't even like seafood. What I know, I'm just I told you, I don't. Producer Matt I'm almost a land, vomited. Land faring creature right here. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> I had to just stare him down till he left because he was not breaking this this week. I got him. Right, don't worry, folks. I haven't lost my touch yet. Um. So my husband likes to spend a lot of his time in the casino, and I'll like go in there, but it's not. It, that's not where I spend. Well, do you have to get over certain time. waters before they open her up? Yeah, uh, sometimes. Can't do it in the American. You got to get over to the Colombian waters before you can make the big bets. Yeah, like sometimes it's closed because we're not in the appropriate territory oh that's so awesome yeah do you dress up in like mobster suits and he stands out there and he's got like the hat we do dress up that i i do like the dress up portion of being on a cruise amanda wants to to take a cruise i need to do it maybe you should do it i'll tell you when ours is and we can go together oh i don't know if we can afford it (laughs) oh my god you're in the luxury club i don't know if you can fit it into your summer with all your five thousand i'll be down there shoveling coal into the engine and you guys will be up on the top deck sunbathing Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> so he spends a lot of time in the casino, and I like to go up to the pool deck and either just lay out or people watch or that kind of thing. Um, Wide mix on them? Wide mix of people on the boats? Oh, yeah. Or is it a very, like, yeah, very definitely. typical, like... I I feel like because we do Royal Caribbean, like, I don't know what it is about Royal Caribbean, but the population on there does seem to be a little bit older. Like, I think the younger kids tend to take, like, Carnival or... I would love to do a Disney cruise. I think that would be awesome. So that's what Amanda wants to take. Yeah. Yeah. That's him. That's. I want to go to their island. Yeah. That would be my goal. You ever watch 30 Rock? Mm. You ever see the show 30 Rock, Matt? I know. I I think I know what you're talking about, but I've never watched it. Kenneth. Kenneth. There's a character on the name Kenneth. And throughout the entirety of the show, they hint that he is immortal. Oh, okay. And it's just like a running gag. And then the show ends like 2,000 years in the future, and he is now running NBC. Oh. And he, because he very clearly is immortal. <laughs> I'm now, when you start talking about a lot of older population, I really wanted to make a joke there about, oh, that's my people. And then I have set it up this whole time that I am immortal. <laughs> what a wasted opportunity. As a matter of fact, so wasted, I'm going to end the episode. Okay. Say, do you have any final, final thoughts you would like to Cheesy share with the people? Cow. Um... I'm it. I ruined everything. No. Uh, so. I thought we were out of time. We are about out of time. So <laughs> you. You were talking about, so you think younger people to go in different, just rural Caribbean just seems to have an older. They, yeah, it's, it tends to be an older population. Now, what is there, the difference on the Disney cruise? I don't know because I've never went. I just, well, I didn't know if you had looked into like, it. Like, we, like, we've been docked beside Disney cruises before and I'm like real envious because they have like the huge screen, like movie screens out on the deck that they can watch these movies and all that kind of stuff. But, um. I don't know. I think Royal Caribbean is getting to where they're kind of competing with them a little bit more. Like, their newer class class ships, like the bigger ones, they have 
more kid-friendly things, I guess. Okay. Um, like slides and um, things like that out on the deck that their older ships don't necessarily have. So, um, well, I yeah, because that I could forgot. be part of it. Because you sometimes get like an older ship that's maybe not as nice, or you get a newer ship. Yeah. Now, is there a cost, a price difference? Oh yeah, get? for sure. So if you pick an older ship. It's a little less, but... Typically, yeah. And it all, it depends on, like, what class ship you're on, so, like, how big it is, that kind of thing. And then also, where is it going? I think if I um, didn't have children, mm-hmm. which I would never trade them for this right, job, but right. it would be a cool job to work on one. Right. You just travel around. Producer Matt, that this could be for you. You go on there and start producing their rave dances. Right. And... With his little headset, I can see You work a couple hours every night couple hours during the day shift for the vampires and then i like it head out the rest i'm sure your food's complimentary mm-hmm. so when you go did you ever take the excursions is that what they're oh called? yeah yeah that's what i that's what i kind of like about cruises is that it's one vacation but we go to so many different places like the mediterranean one for example we went to um athens greece um etna sicily mount etna in sicily mm-hmm. um we went to uh istanbul turkey and that's cool that's yeah, really cool. like there was there was just a lot of places that we went and it that's one thing about the mediterranean um the water there is like blue but it's not like the turquoise blue that it is in like the bahamas it's like blue blue just want to make i just want to point out <laughs> something here to producer matt and the listeners at home you've seen so much ocean water yeah you're actually differentiating <laughs> yeah. it by color Yes. The ocean water I've ever seen is green. No. It, well, and that's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. No, go ahead. And like the, like the Gulf is different from the Atlantic. No, that's, in, yeah. in reality, that's so fascinating to me right. that like you've got to experience it. Like that's so cool. Yeah. I know um, a couple uh, a couple of my uh, friends I talk to are, are much more traveled than I am. And uh, they, they talk about, I love when they talk in... I'm sure they get annoyed with me asking so many questions about like, oh, what's this like? What's yeah. that? And I'm they're probably just like, you know, it'd be like if you live in New York and people mm-hmm. are like, oh, what's the Statue of Liberty like? And people are like, well, I don't know. I've never been to it. Yeah. What do you mean you never been to it? It's right there. Like you've <laughs> right. been here for 20 years. Right. And they're just like, I don't know, man. Like, it's just in their backyard. It's just the water. Take it for advantage. Yeah. So, well, hey, I want to thank you so much for coming yeah. in. I had a... I hope you had a good time. I did. You did great. Like Thanks. you were so nervous. I was. You, you, I still. I'm still a little sweaty. No, you did. You did wonderful. You got to come into the immaculate studio right. here. This is like. You got to see producer Matt in his second element. Right. Of course, you see him in his element at, at work a lot, but then here in a second, you did great. Thanks. We'd love to have you back anytime okay. you want to come on. It's, it's pretty easy. So probably you probably won't come on in the summer because that'd be a long drive. Well, no, I'd be fine. So uh, I want to thank. Uh, First, I want to thank all the listeners for giving us their time. I want to thank Sadie for coming on. Producer Matt, I always thank you, sir, for your fine work. Uh, and if you have any questions or thoughts, you want to tell me uh, if you'd like to see Sadie. Like you, wouldn't, you won't see her back on. If you'd like to hear Sadie back on, <laughs> you can reach out to me on Twitter, at Nexus Cowboy. You got any socials you want to throw out there? Um, you can follow me, my school Twitter. Like Twitter's my school account where I show all the cool things that I'm doing there. But um, you're welcome to follow me there on Twitter. It's at... Uh, Sadie Mahon 2015. Sadie Mahon 2015. Mm-hmm. And you can also, uh, if you are not a user of Twitter or you've abandoned it because it's collapsing under its own weight <laughs> from its James Bond, worst James Bond-esque villain ever, uh, you can message me at pursuedquestions at gmail.com, which also means you're just sending it to a different 
James Bond villain, Gmail, and Google. <laughs> but, uh, but I really appreciate you listening. I hope you got something great out of this. Uh, and just remember, everybody runs out of years and can no longer go on 17 cruises. But most people don't use up the, all their miles. So find something to be your next pursued interest. Thanks for listening. <laughs>